welcome to episode 21 of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Brian. And today we will be discussing Pacific Rim. But first, in case you feel the need to contact us about anything whatsoever, we can be reached at at Blokebusters on Twitter, dot com slash Blokebusters on the Facebooks, and the emails are contact at Blokebusters.me or podcast at gmail.com. I really should get around to fixing that one day. <laughs> just, just give it yeah, a well, I like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Get it, got it good. All right. <laughs> All right, then. Would you like to grace us with the synopsis? What the hell is this about? Sure. <laughs> All right. We will just go with, as a war between humankind and monstrous sea creatures wages on, a former pilot and a trainee are paired up to drive a seemingly obsolete special weapon in a desperate effort to save the world from the apocalypse, which, spoiler alert, may or may not be cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I must say, the only problem I have with that synopsis is trainee? Really? Uh, I, you know, I, I didn't write the damn thing. Uh, <laughs> I just read it. Uh, well, yeah. I wasn't blaming you. I, I'm not sure if the person actually paid attention to the part in the film where they were pointing out that she was under orders not to do anything. <laughs> We'll see. Well, well. All right, let's uh, take so, a look at this cast. Yeah, well... Oh, let's get through the nuts and bolts here, Yeah, sure. Director, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, yes. He was also one of the writers on it. The budget is $190 million, And the box office, as of today, being the 17th of July, is $98,758,773. And just over half of that is actually if you're in the U.S., foreign market, which I found interesting. Although, not to worry, this has only been out for five days, so that's actually not too bad. No. Yeah, Yeah. they're going to clean up on (laughs) Blu-ray. This film. Yeah, Yeah, I'm fairly fairly certain, even though obviously ticket sales go down, I think they might even get close to making it back. Just just in in the the box office. Theatrical, yeah. It's possible. Now, I did not see this in... 3D. As, I'm assuming uh, you didn't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of wanted to, but I went with my wife. She doesn't like 3D, and I was okay with just seeing the 2D. And I think it was one of those ones of I saw a couple of points where you know, it might have been kind of cool to see it in the 3D. But no, I'm not wearing the damn glasses for two hours just for one neat scene. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, we'll get there, but it looked good without... <laughs> Stupid 3D. Right. All right. <laughs> All right. So, basic cast list here. Oh, we have as Raleigh Beckett, the main character, mm-hmm. Charlie Hanam. Okay. I just, as you read these, I, I have a plan for you, Sir Paul. Oh, uh, yeah. Since I want to bring up some of the cliches of this film, even though I, you know, did enjoy it. <laughs> cliches? What are you cliches, talking about? Cliches, <laughs> which, you know, aren't always a bad thing, as you will discover. Right. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> you give the real name, and I will give. My, how I think they sh- what they should have been called in the film. Okay, all right. Because okay. <laughs> these are the cliched characters. So, all, all right, right so, Raleigh. Okay, Ch- so Charlie Hunam as Raleigh Beckett. All right, and he is hero fighting demons inside and out. <laughs> yep. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll go with the love interest. Mm. Yeah, strenuous yeah. that one. They have. As Marco Moi Rinko Kikuchi. As Mysterious Girl with Something to Prove. 
<laughs> oh, don't they? Oh, that was a joke, listeners. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You're on your own there. Okay. All right. As Stacker Pentecost, that would be the general, or I can't remember what his actual rank was. Okay. It was, the, uh, it was I, Idris Elba. Uh, yes, 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 one. yes. And playing the tough military guy with soft center. <laughs> <laughs> like a Tootsie Pop. <laughs> Sure, yeah. <laughs> and I actually wanted to say, when he was talking in this, I knew he wasn't American, and I couldn't recognize him because I've not seen the shows that he's been on that yes. kind of made his name. He was in the American office, uh, oh, US right. version of the office, yeah. for uh, like a season. Right, which, he yeah. was also in Luther in the UK. Which... Prometheus, I believe. Uh, was that him? Probably. I, I, mean, I don't remember Prometheus yeah. that well. So, mm-hmm. But I wasn't 100% sure where he was from. And there were a couple of times where he was speaking. And I don't know if it was because he was speaking just after the Australian guys were speaking. But it sounded like he was going with that kind of accent in there. But, sometimes he had an accent and sometimes he didn't. I yeah. was like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure he knew what he was going Maybe there's in that where, you know, it's just he's lived all over. It's just, you know, it's yeah. an amalgam of different things. But, well, I mean, he'd been yeah. to Japan oh, for yes. a while as well. So. All right. Who do we have next? We have, well, I have. Let's go with the two doctors here. We okay. have Charlie Day of, I believe, is always Sunny fame. Yes. Mm-hmm. As Dr. Newton Geisler. Also as eccentric funny scientist. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's see what you think of the other one then. <laughs> Mr. Bern Gorman, a wonderful actor actually, mm-hmm. as Dr. Herman Gottley. Okay. Also, Lee. as really Britishy science guy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that, I have in quotations Tucker from something about Mary. Yeah, was, okay. Uh, he so. was with the with the ca- the yeah. you know the arm cane thingy. You know, I oh, can see that. And, uh, yeah, spot on and cheerio and right on, good spot. <laughs> it was yeah, all of that. I, yeah. I mean, he is. English, well, he's British. I'm going to say British because I can't be absolutely certain that it's yeah. English and not Welsh, uh-huh. but that was putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, it was the especially, especially given that his British. name is Doctor Herman Gottlieb. <laughs> <laughs> he's German. <laughs> What's he yes, doing uh, as an Englishman? Right over, old chap. Oh, yes, 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 spot on. I think those, that was actually in the movie. I don't think I'm making that up. Uh, <laughs> I think that was a line. I, I think <laughs> I, I did. Everyone laughed at the line of like, you know. We are jolly well going to show these people. Yeah. That was, I think that was the point where it tipped over from being, it's kind of like they're taking the piss to, okay, I'm on board with this guy mm-hmm. now. Yeah. You have anyone else down yeah. there? I, well, I have the young and old Australian. Oh, if we go with the old Australian first, Max Martini, lovely last name, as mm, yes. Herc Hansen. I want to know if that's his... I think that's his showbiz name. Uh, <laughs> there's no way there's Mr. and Mrs. Martini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and you wouldn't imagine that guy being it, Mr. And Martini. Think, and if you did, you think you'd name your kids Shaken and Stirred. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe his middle name is Shaken. <laughs> <laughs> Not Max Stirred Martini. <laughs> well, what yes. do you have Or a... Dirty. His middle name is Dirty. Max Dirty Man. <laughs> well, do, do you have a alternative? I name did not. Uh, although I was going to draw some uh, parallels to a, one of my favorite films, but let's just call these two Iceman and Slider. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you see where I'm going with that? I do see where you're going with that. Yes. Okay. Well, and then of course the other one, Robert Kaczynski as Chuck. 
Which who was Chuck see. again? Chuck was the young one who like didn't like the main guy at all until right at the very end when he did. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The respect okay. was earned at the end right. there, as it always is. I didn't, have, I didn't have anything for him, but I don't think you wrote this guy down. But you'll know who I mean. Cool bow tie guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he was Mr. in Star Trek. And, yeah, yeah, Mr. Cool Bowtie. Yeah, yeah, Cool Bowtie Guy. You gotta have Weirdo Bowtie Guy. Right. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, I don't know. You know, the guy in the control room yeah. area of, of control, you know, the Oh, yes, yes. The Joseph Gordon Levitt lookalike. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But with a deeper red. Yeah. yeah. I saw it and I thought, oh, it's, it's the Joseph Gordon Levitt mm-hmm. in Looper. Just before he turns into Bruce Willis in that time. Kinda, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then I couldn't place him the whole time. Then I realized he was in the original, not original Star Trek, but J.J. Abrams Star Trek. I can't remember the character, but right. I know he's yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll see him in yeah. parts here and there. <laughs> I, you know, I'd like to think he gets a lead part, mm. but since neither of us can remember who he is, I don't know if directors <laughs> will. Cool guy, yeah, that's what you need to know. <laughs> So there's, right. yeah, well, there's I your main uh, cast of characters. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't have anyone else no. written down. Did you have any other no. cliché? I mean, there is one person we kind of skipped over and we haven't written down. Oh, yes, we will get to that, gentlemen, we I believe, in good time. So where would you like to head for you? I, I just wanted to just, I mean, there are other films we could easily draw this to, but yeah. what stuck out most to me was a film, an 80s film, uh-huh. By the name of Top Gun, <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. there were influences all throughout this film. If you watch Top Gun and then you watch this, I even yeah. will challenge you that there are a couple of shot-for-shot shot styled right. shots. Not you know, obviously not huge monsters yeah. in Top Gun, but yeah. no, no very similar camera angles, camera work. Yeah. Um, with fly by, fly over type things. Yeah. Um, even like the rock. There's you know at at the very end when they're on the their little capsules or something, and yeah. they're you think they're gonna kiss, but they just kind of hug or whatever, and that you got the jets flying overhead. There's yeah, a little Top Gunish, a little the rock, but I mean those two Australian guys were Iceman and Slider <laughs> giving Mav and Goose the hard time yeah. through the whole movie, <laughs> and and then finally like the other, the other guy was a little Iceman too because finally got his respect. And then they're then, you know, oh, the main character gets grounded, you know, <laughs> oh, you, you aren't going to be in this fight. And, you know, oh, I wonder if he's going to get a chance. I wonder yeah. if something's going to go wrong where they'll need him. <laughs> <laughs> and once you know, Maverick's on standby on the aircraft carrier yeah. and what do you know, they need him. <laughs> and, hey, what do you know, EMP or whatever happens. Yeah. And uh, I got an analog giant yeah. I, robot. Well, <laughs> since you brought that up. I have a little bit of an issue. With so, the analog... Uh, kind of, yeah. So, and I'm sure we'll probably get people saying, oh, it's a different different point in time or whatever. But, so, when they first did the drift together in the Jaeger, and the inexperienced young mm-hmm. woman ends up being stuck in one of the memories and activates one of the weapons, which starts loading... Yeah. The way that they manage to stop it is they pull the electricity... Out of the main console, which shuts down the Jaeger immediately. Which says to me that the Jaeger needs contact with the console or needs electricity of some kind <laughs> I, to keep I it running. I don't think this film is concerned with 
a <laughs> whole lot of authenticity <laughs> yeah. as far as the inner workings of uh, these Jaegers. I mean, yeah, and then, what is it, 30 minutes later, mm-hmm. it's, oh no, every single piece of electricity is gone, we have no, we have no consoles anymore, and they say, well, hang on. This one doesn't use electricity. Like, Maybe it, it can up. switch between the two. You know, like your phone yeah. can be an analog or... Oh, so it's a hybrid. Digital. Yes, it's a hybrid, yes. <laughs> so as long as it doesn't run very fast, it's fine. Yeah, it's just, you know, it doesn't have all the features, but it can still, you know, walk room, you know, has a sword. Yeah. <laughs> the very advanced sword. Yeah, that only one person seemed to know about. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't think about the that. The person yeah. that piloted the damn thing didn't know about it i just want to say real quick before we continue to sound like we're shooting on this film from my perspective i'm speaking for me love this movie oh yeah and (laughs) i mean uh it it was supposed to be cliched yeah and can't be in those areas yeah (laughs) and it's just supposed to be a great time which it was but and of course for me coming from i enjoy an anime standpoint Mm. i mean this was most people say this is sort of Gundam slash Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is... I didn't understand any of those words. Okay, right. <laughs> basically Neon Genesis Evangelion. If I you don't need to, yeah. if I really dumb it down, no, is about thank you. <laughs> is about people piloting giant robots fighting monsters. That sounds familiar. Yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah, the actual. Mm-hmm. Nuts and bolts of it, yeah, you know, very different. Yeah. but mm-hmm. yeah, no, this is okay. So yeah. I went into this and a little Power Rangers-esque too, I guess. Yeah, right. Because yeah. don't they get in like the big old yeah? Well, they, they get morph into the big combines, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then they fight weird things. I yeah. don't know. Weird, yeah. very slow moving costume people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never think that since those people are clearly monsters in costumes, then the Megazord or Mega whatever was. Also, a guy in a giant robot parts costume. <laughs> hey, that was some high production value. Oh, those, yeah. Okay, those shows. <laughs> yeah, come on, Japan. Bring it back. <laughs> no. No need. <laughs> ah. yeah. oh. If you haven't, try and find a couple of clips of the original Japanese version of... <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> if you need a break from internet, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, technically... Other activities on the interwebs. Technically, the... U.S. version that we all saw. Well, I say we all we saw. All saw. <laughs> some okay. accidentally, some on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> the parts where it's they're in full costume and they got the helmets on, those are mostly taken directly from the Japanese show, and they just made sure that the costumes lined up when the helmets are off. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's steer this ship back on. Oh yes. Back. Drop, drop the ship, Jaeger, back yeah. into the water. Yes, back to the robots and the giant monsters. Yes, exactly. Back to the serious talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, I I did really enjoy this film. It's a very stylized film. Again, that's the sort of Obviously. stuff I go for. Yes. And giant robots fighting giant monsters was not to like, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there'll be people that are like, oh, it's just made as a blockbuster and nothing else. There's no real substance behind it. And I don't it. think there's anything wrong with that. No. Uh, be, as as long as it's made well. As long uh, as yeah, exactly. Yeah, which I want to get to here. But uh, yeah, when we first suggested her, kind of worked out that this would be our next film. 
yeah. wasn't excited. Like even seeing the poster like six months ago and stuff, I was yeah. like, oh, this looks completely ridiculous and stupid. <laughs> it looks like shark to puss or whatever. Uh, it looks like something that should be on just the Sci-Fi Channel, at uh, like ten o'clock on, yeah, on like ten o'clock <laughs> on Saturday night or something, you know, and just yeah. no one's home and that's what's on, but. As I figured, you so would I was think. hesitant. Yeah. You know, I'm like, because you know, I lean towards story, you lean towards visual. Yeah, and I, uh, not to say I don't like the good story, but yeah, visual, but helps. leaning, yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, preferences. But I figured this wouldn't have a whole lot in the way of story, and I'm like, well, let's, you know, bargain Tuesday. It, it could be a good time, and I came out of that theater so much happier than I thought I'd be. <laughs> I thought I would maybe give it, you know, like see. C plus type thing, you right. know, and I I sat I wanted to sit through like the entire credits even after the little extra scenes and or, yeah. you know the amazing closing credit sequence which was just gorgeous. Yeah, I mean they, that thing had to cost a couple million dollars right there. That oh probably <laughs> closing credit sequence well spent I would say. Uh, I was, if you go spend a couple of million, gorgeous. Dollars. Yeah, but yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it is a summer blockbuster. It is. Perfect. I wish it had come out early in the summer, but I understand, you know, not wanting to compete with Superman or uh, Iron Man or yeah. Star Trek. But I will say, I I don't know if it's a better film, because it's hard to kind of bring two different films together. But yeah, I would right. say, theater experience, I enjoyed this much more than Man of Steel. And I know I had someone talking in Man of Steel, which no, probably yeah. plays a part of it, but... As far as just good fun and escapism, which is what most movies are intended to be, yeah, na- nailed it. Out of the park, just perfect. Yeah. Amazing score, <laughs> just that gets you pumped up, and it's like you feel like you're in a game. And <laughs> I dun, had dun, that. Dun, 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 I, I had just that thing just stuck in my head, but uh, yeah, <laughs> could <laughs> uh, not get that out. Well, of they, my they head only play it four hundred and thirty-five times, but <laughs> I, and of course, when the credits roll, off it comes again. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I almost bought it on iTunes. I don't, don't know why I haven't. I'm probably going to buy it and listen to it on the way home. But <laughs> yeah, and I may or may not. "Quote unquote, buy it at some point as well." Uh, yes. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Internet cops, you know where he is. All right. <clears throat> well, hopefully you don't. But yes. whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was amazed. It, it just looks incredible. Yeah, tons of action, and even you know when it's not giant monsters fighting, it's you have like the fighting in between the yeah. good guys, <laughs> and there's still some good scenes. And uh, you know when he's Charlie Hunnam or whatever is. Fighting knives, Chow. <laughs> I thought I, it, I, I am not racist, but that. I thought it was knives, Chow for a while. I'm like, is that knives? Wait, man, with the blue tint in the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, from Scott Pilgrim. I'm like, is that her? And then I'm, I had IMDb it after. And I was like, oh yeah. no. <laughs> well, I, I would say that's fair enough because she obviously does look a lot like. Yeah, her. they look fairly similar. And then when you first meet her and during the training slash fight sequence. Mm-hmm. She has that blue tint to some of her hair, which then yeah. seemed to disappear. I think, the film, yes, but... they, they made me out to be just, oh, they all look alike kind of guy. <laughs> but, no, she was, yeah. yeah. That, that scene, you know, like that, that was expertly choreographed, I oh, thought. Yeah. It looked really well. I was actually reading, just before you turned up, Guillermo del Toro said that he wanted to frame that fight scene as he would have framed a sex scene in any other film. Ah. Because, obviously, in the film, we're... Mm-hmm. I know spoilers and whatever. Just pay attention, people. You know that That's by what now. we do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but 
they don't have any form of sex scene in the film. They, they don't just have kiss. this. Yeah, I inc- thought they were at the end, and I was like, oh boy, this is going over the top on yeah. the cheese factor, but they just, you know, hug. But yeah. <laughs> Which... Yeah. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I yeah like it's they, meant to be. Yeah, yeah, it'll be done off screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that. implied that they yes, will be. Yeah. Yes, they will. Yes, in Pacific Rim Two, they will. Yes. <laughs> Pacific Rim Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. The entire film is just. Oh no, there's a rift in the Atlantic. Oh no, <laughs> Atlantic Rim. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah. This is a film that they they did wrap up fairly well. I don't. They did, but. Then again, that's never yeah. stopped Hollywood before. If it makes enough money, yeah, and there, there will be a way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> whether yeah. they got to release it straight to DVD or whether they only have one original cast member, they will make Jurassic Park eight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? they'll have it be the bow tie guy. He'll be the only bow tie guy. Will be the only one left. Yes. <laughs> wow, that strange influenza virus. He will really be, he will be Eugene Levy in the American Pie films, or he will be <laughs> Jeff Goldblum in the Jurassic Park films. <laughs> The only guy that signs on to do it. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. Until then, I'm enjoying the original. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. This is something that I know I will rewatch. I will buy this on the day it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah, <laughs> I will not wait. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's one of those huge films that there doesn't need to be a lot of real substance to the story. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is a good story overall. On top of fantastic visuals and yeah. another example of, even though it's not human, the fight scenes were good as well. There, yes. there wasn't a lot of repetition. No, I, guess. No, I mean, I know, I don't know where we, I know we're obviously every day we're at the highest technology we can be with yeah. special effects, but there were a lot of close-ups. Yes. Lots of close-ups, a lot of quick edits. You know, yeah. keep, I know that keeps the action going, but I just wondered if it... I would be interested to read or to find out if Guillermo thought that if it was further back, if it would look too Godzilla-like, or you know, yeah. seeing both monsters in a big well, shot or yeah. a monster and a Jaeger fighting. You know what I mean? And then it can you can start to lose the reality. I think. Yeah, if, well, if that's what I was thinking when I was watching it. Well, he, he going into it, I I saw he, he didn't speak much about it, but he wanted it to be. In the style of like the old Godzilla films, mm-hmm. he was saying that there's, and if you actually think about it in the film, there's not a lot of real death in it. You don't you see destruction, but most of the places have been evacuated or whatever. So it's it's another kind of ending of Man of Steel. Well, you see Fry's brother <laughs> get pulled out of the yeah, <laughs> Jaeger. Right. That, that, he dies. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. <laughs> Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't name your kids Yancey people. Just, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're being ironic, and even yes. then, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're like uh, David X. Cohen or something, then you can name your kid Yancey. Executive producer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's a really geeky reference. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Any people know David X. Cohen, good for you. All right. <laughs> and the fact that I just went executive producer. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going even further. Yes. But yeah, and I thought there were a lot of times as well, on top of the fact that. They were able to look good close up, far away, but they also managed to do a lot of very good showing exactly the size difference of these huge things. Yeah. I mean, there was one shot that, for me, I mean, it played for a laugh, but for me it was showing this juxtaposition of this giant fish burst through several floors of a building 
and just knocks the little Newton's cradle. I and thought that was kind of dumb. Yeah, I don't that, know. that was yeah. going a little bit too far. But I mean, yeah, I mean, the the audience... one guy in front of me, yeah, like, it was the funniest thing you'd ever seen. I'm like, eh, yeah, it's yeah, a little I mean, silly. I, but my audience did the sort of <laughs> type yeah. thing. Like, yeah, there was yeah. a chuckle there, but I thought, yeah, wow, you really do see this entire side of a building just has this giant monster arm coming through and then this little tiny thing on a desk. And kudos for you knowing the correct name for that and not just the ball <laughs> desktop thingy. Oh, no. no I, I've always known it was a Newton's yeah, yeah, so and we're, I'm always surprised when people do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've always yes. wanted one of them as well, but I've never oh, had one. <laughs> sorry, ex- extremely ridiculous tangent, but myth, did you see the Mythbusters when I did. they created yes. the giant Newton's cradle? Oh my yeah. god, that was fantastic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mythbusters is always fun for seeing where you can go with those types oh, of Oh my things. god, yeah. But you do lose a lot of energy as they found out with yes. the more you scale up. <laughs> yeah, it's probably why they're very small dental. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, I did want to bring up one of my favorite directors of all time. Yeah. Heavy on the sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Michael Bay. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which I put on Facebook and I tweeted about, you know, this film looking like a Michael Bay film, except it being good yeah. <laughs> and watchable. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I will say, you know, this looks like it could be a Michael Bay film if you saw the poster. Yeah. Like, when I saw the poster six months ago, I would totally believe directed by Michael Bay underneath yeah. the title. The other thing I thought was leading up to it everything was presented by Guillermo del Toro. Yes, yes like, he hasn't directed much like, it. Was it Pan's Labyrinth? I think no, it was. Pan's, was that one? He directed that, okay. wasn't it? What, one of them... Mama, that was like the most recent wasn't it? Yeah, the what, horror film? One of them was you know, presented by Guillermo and, del Toro uh, and the, that's what this go, one the said. The ghost one, what was that one? I don't know, Orphan or Orphanage? The orphan. I don't know. Probably there's two different films. One's hit, one's presented by him, and yeah. one has nothing to do with. Yeah, it. yeah. Or- orphan but is an odd one. I don't think it's the one you're thinking. Yeah, I think of. it's orphanage or something. It's a haunted orphanage. Yeah, 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 whatever. But that was a presented by. But yes, this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So coming into this, I thought, oh, well, this won't be directed by Guillermo del mm-hmm. Toro because this is presented mm-hmm. by because that's what it said in yeah. the first trailers that came out, and then it was like, you know, directed by Guillermo del Toro. It's like. Okay. Uh, Why didn't you say that in the trailer? (laughs) Pan's Labyrinth is one of my favorite films visually. And I think it's just a great fairy tale. Just a great grim fairy tale. Yeah, I'm I'm (laughs) always a fan of the grim siders. Oh my god, that's a beautiful movie. That's one of my favorite. And I try to get people to watch that. That's one of them, you know, a film I try to introduce when people are trying to get into foreign films. That's a great way to get into foreign films. Yeah. It's just because it's so beautiful and so interesting but yeah and I, he's one of my favorite people uh, to direct uh, he, I wish he directed more but it's yeah. obviously takes time with the projects he wants to do and yeah. well and going down that road then what did you think of the Hellboys see I have not even seen all of the second Hellboy but I okay. enjoyed once again visually like I think of him as a visual director he, yeah um, very much so tells a story like Ang Lee and, or, and you know, uh, well, Terry Jones as well very very yeah. specific style type thing. yes and meant to do certain things like Ang Lee not meant to do Godzilla <laughs> uh, or not Godzilla Hulk I mean oh, sorry yeah. pardon me uh, corrections department corrected myself right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know not but very stylistic very visual yeah. directors that's their medium for telling a story where, you know, like uh, Scorsese or something yeah. might 
rely more on the plot and yeah, the I, camera work. You think you know you kind of think of iconic yeah. camera shots, but well, uh, well, speaking of Scorsese, I recently saw The Departed for the first time, oh, actually, and yeah, movie. fantastic. <laughs> and I didn't realize wow. lots and lots of death. In the movie. <laughs> yeah. and, Not for the faint of heart that one. No, yeah, and, and a couple of actual shocker deaths as well. That was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a little heavy-handed uh, spoiler alert again with the rat on the windowsill at yeah. the end. I get it, he's a rat. Well, would, would That's be, what happens to rats. Would you be interested to know that that was not planned? There actually was just a rat on the thing, and they decided to stick it in. Uh, I still like it, but okay, yeah. All right, well, once again, let's redirect this train. But uh, I wanted to, yeah, get back. Poor choice of words on Michael Bay. I don't want to get on Michael Bay. <laughs> I want to stay as far away from him as I can. But well, unless you're in reason... a gigantic truck or Jaeger of some kind trading him yes, down. I would like to yeah, <laughs> squeeze him between my giant Jaeger fists. But, uh, you know, as far as, like I said, this looks like the style of film he would do. But I think where this film separates itself is I think Michael Bay films take themselves too seriously. I think they aren't in on the joke where this film was, I think, very conscious of I'm a summer blockbuster. I'm going to have a cliched line here. I'm going to have, you know, another ridiculous line here. I can't think of... I had a few examples, but I've lost them. But those just crowd pleaser lines, the the King Kong beauty lines, you know, that I call them. It's like, oh, it's dumbing down. (laughs) But I think, like, Pearl Harbor or something takes itself way too seriously <laughs> and uh, Transformers they try to go way too heavy with the emotional parts and way too it's Transformers people let's just yeah. have them looking cool and fighting each other you know yeah I, and, I will say I enjoyed Shia LaBeouf in the second and third one the first one I thought oh, he you was know still finding himself <sighs> I, I know but apparently Shia LaBeouf is not in it Bowtie <laughs> <laughs> guy will be that's oh yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. He'll be scientist number two in the in the war room. I yes. don't know, but yeah, I enjoyed what they did with that family. That sort of became the we're not too serious part. And of course, if you don't mention the terrible sort of twin robots that are just a Mexican guys, and it's like, I've what only the hell seen the first going? one. So yeah, yeah. But, the the third one, the humans don't take themselves too seriously, but the actual but, transformer action. Is too serious. <laughs> but regardless, I think you know the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, it, um, it does go. You do know what I'm saying. I think where this film works. Yeah, I think. And this, this I, film. I know Michael Bay has his fans and whatever. Yeah. And I'm not to say I haven't enjoyed a Michael Bay film first time out. Yeah. To some degree, but they are what they are, and they're never gonna get above like a B minus kind of in my world. Yeah. Uh, just because they're so silly and stupid and yeah. 90% of the budget is on pyrotechnics. <laughs> and yeah. That's fine if that's what you want to see. But I, I think this film, I mean, Guillermo, I think, was in on the joke. Yeah. It, you know, I'm willing to bet. Wasn't trying to play it seriously. Yeah. I'm willing to bet he had a checklist of cliches. Yes. And it's like, like we these are the, going yeah, in. we got to get this point in here. we got to get that in the second act. we got to get this in the third we act. we got to get the two teams of people that mm. are clearly highly skilled that are only around for less than five minutes and you mm. never get any actual character mm. development from them. Yes. So it's not a shock mm-hmm. that they're going yes. to die. The main character has to have a loss in his life, you know, and then, you know, they have to have allies that are actually enemy, you know, or yeah. enemies that are actually allies that, you know, are resentful or jealous and, you know, you hit all those and, yeah. oh, I wonder who his co-pilot's going to be. <laughs> I wonder. We're looking. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely 
we're definitely ruling out the Asian girl. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, wait, it's going to be the Asian yeah. girl. <laughs> we're ruling out this one person that appears to be getting a lot of screen time right now. Yes. But yeah, we're sure she's not going to become a major character. And there's some <laughs> reason that the tough military guy is protecting her. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I must say, I didn't realize that the girl would end up being his adopted daughter. I Because mm-hmm. when they were saying, like, yeah, I made a promise... It seemed like he maybe promised her and maybe her mother or something that he would take care of her or something. So maybe not a daughter, but he would make sure that she yeah. was all right. And then all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, I've raised you. And it's like, okay, she's his daughter. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, foster daughter, yeah, you, whatever. Yeah. You could have thrown the word daughter in there before this scene, but whatever. <laughs> It was, you know. Yeah. Again, it's one of those little nitpicks in a, a general film that's really enjoyable. So, uh, yeah, like that. You know, those <laughs> scenes I don't think were overly boring, but I did enjoy them. And even when they get to the Bill Pullman speech, you know, Independence Day speech, you yeah. know, today is the day. Right. You know, you can just write one of those out yeah. in thirty seconds, and it'll be the same yeah. idea. The trailer but, line, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, cancelling yeah, the apocalypse, yeah. yes. <laughs> I will say, based on the trailer, I was going in, and I thought it would be this one film, set this very certain way. And then, just before I went in, I ended up seeing a half-page written review. And I read it, and I was like, no, this is different from what the trailer is. And I went in, and it was like, the trailer doesn't show anything about the fact that the main character has lost a brother or is dealing with anything like that and there's just so many of the things that weren't in the trailer that actually the trail half of the trailer is in the first what 15 minutes mm. i think yeah. a lot of it is showing you what he's telling you about when they first attacked yeah. and that's over and done with at the beginning so yeah this is another example of i really want most trailers to be like this, so you think it's. I mean, yeah. obviously you get the gist of it. Pull me into uh, the film, but don't ruin everything. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I know that not all films can have enough trailer material in the first fifteen yeah. minutes to <laughs> cover that. But yes, yeah, so if it's a Jennifer Aniston movie, they have to show the best part, otherwise no yeah. one will go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, what's that new one? This is the Millers or something uh, like that. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, pretending to be a family, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I. Because everyone that. wants to see Jennifer Aniston as a stripper now, not 15 <laughs> years ago. Okay. Uh, I saw that trailer and I thought, this is an interesting premise, but I just don't see it working. Like mm. I don't see it being something really worth it. Uh, you know, it'll be number one for a week or yeah. two. But, you know. Yeah, I probably didn't come out against anything else <laughs> that week. Yes. All right. Well, uh. just to get back to nitpicking a bit... <laughs> The biggest nitpick I had with the film is actually not the very, very end shot, but like right at the end. And so, spoilers for those of you that don't know and don't care, because I'm assuming those of you that do care have seen the film now. Yes. At the end, they find out that you can only go through the rift if there is kaiju DNA connected to you so that the machine will read you on their end as being kaiju and will let you through. So they grab one, they go down. They don't grab the one that they were going to grab, but that's just a weird little bit that they do. They grab one, they go through, and as he's going through the wormhole, he manages to get the 
female out because he's like, okay, I have to finish this. And of course, you know, oh no, I have to do it manually. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> we must do it manual. Override. Yeah. So to start off with, it really seemed like they were actually going to end up, especially since. Oh, I thought he was going to bite it. Yeah, I thought, I, I thought, I thought they die. both were. I thought yeah. that they were going, they were really going to go with it, especially since they had that line of "I have terrible timing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you yeah. know, doing that, and then it was like, "Wow, okay, these people actually might sacrifice themselves for the greater good." Mm-hmm. And then they go down, and you find out, okay, he's not willing to sacrifice her. I can run with that. That's fine. And so, you know, he does the inflatable thing which works in a wormhole and sends her up anyway, but whatever. Again, another little, little nitpick. It, it really is the, the end. I think they were trying to scramble for running this. But so he ends up getting out on the other side of this wormhole and he sets off the nuclear reactor to go nuclear, which doesn't actually work completely the way they were doing it, but whatever. And so he does that. He gets himself into the escape pod and the escape pod goes up and through the wormhole without any kaiju DNA. Yeah. How do you get through the wormhole? <laughs> Enjoy the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Apart from that, because I was actually, I saw that and it clicked in my head because I am too logical. Mm-hmm. Of, like, hang on. <laughs> but yeah, this film isn't meant to be viewed like that. It's meant to be viewed as this is just the blockbuster film just to see pure fun yeah that i just recalled what was one of my major problems all right what would normally be like i said a major problem but i was okay with it but i thought at the time they make a huge point the entire film about how compatible you need to be to drift <laughs> and how difficult it is and even though these two are like meant to drift together they screwed up the first time you know yeah. they you know she goes crazy <laughs> and that's you know that's it's so difficult because you're in each other's head. And I then, wonder where you're going. With and then this. at the end of this, oh, what do you know, Mister Tough Military Guy has to get into a Jaeger and yeah. replace Slider's dead yeah. brother, hurt brother, injured, you know, arms. Yeah, yeah. He's hurt, got a tennis elbow. Father, He's got yeah. tennis elbow or whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> so he can't fight. Yeah, he fell but, over <laughs> once. <laughs> He's on disability. Yeah. Uh, collecting workman's comp. But you know, it's like oh, you know. And uh, they just do that movie thing. If you ever see, like, thank you for smoking. Yeah. With Air Dark you know, like, you know, in the movie producer's advice, uh, you know, oh, we'll just include some line, like, you know, when they're smoking in space, that, yeah. that thing is like, Rob is like, oh, we'll just have, have some line, like, oh, thank God we invented the Wachimahui machine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what you're like, oh, I knew your dad. We'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. It's like, I it's like we're, we'll drift just fine. I knew your dad. And, yeah. uh,. I know everything I need to know about you. Yeah. <laughs> what? You don't know yeah. what he was doing. What he, like, there could be some scary shit that I, he did say, in the, the previous There's a difference life. between compatibility and knowledge. Those yes. are two very different yeah. things. And I was just like, okay, they just clearly had that line because they needed to get yeah. the plot moving. <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, both of them are the very no-nonsense, this is fight, fight, mm. fight, fight type people. Fight, so. fight, 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 fight. fight. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so there is the thing of you kind of buy it because they are similar people. But still, yeah, yeah. it's it's one That's of like, those things of... If they hadn't have made like the previous hour and 45 minutes about how difficult drifting yeah. is and you know how compatible you need to be, how, you know, brothers or father-son yeah. or lovers, you know, whatever... Yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah. I played basketball with him once. We're good. <laughs> He's well, got a good jump shot. We're okay. I mean, that, that made me think of when they did 
do the fight scene and the guy still says you're not doing it and tells the the main character to turn up for duty or going with whoever I tell you to mm-hmm. go with. Number one, that wouldn't work anyway and he's willing to go along mm-hmm. with it, I suppose. Yeah. And number two, why is he following that guy's direct orders? He's clearly not in whatever military thing there was anymore. And he's he came along because... He said, well, you know, I'm willing to help out with this. And it's like, okay, you're willing to help out with this. You must go with this person that you don't want to go with. Okay, I'll do that. You know, it's just, yeah, it <laughs> I mean, had to be yeah. there. And I am aware that there are people that are probably thinking right now, it is the end of the world. Would you be that selfish? It's like, it really doesn't have anything to do with selfish. If he's not willing to do it, I'm sure the drift isn't going to work that well. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, just as long as you yeah. know the guy's first name, you're yeah. going to do fine. But. All right. Well, before we get into ratings, then, shall we bring out the one person we haven't mentioned yet? Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, by chance, kind of mentioned him yeah. as another character's name. but uh, Yeah, so yes. this is someone whose name I didn't write down, and I really should have. Chow, I believe. Yes. And he is played by... Mr. Ron Pell. boy himself, yeah. I mean, he probably has about six minutes of screen time, but yeah. they're a wonderful six minutes. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, yeah, yeah. And I, I did like just how arrogant the guy was, because, sure, someone like that would end up coming along and doing exactly what was going on. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He's running this massive underworld organization that that's is just the black ca- market of kaiju yeah. organs, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Which... If you think that the government knew that a pound of kaiju marrow or whatever it was can fertilize this much fields, why the hell isn't the government doing that? I mean, if if someone knows that... <laughs> Is that really your argument? Well, no, no, no. It's you g- wanted more farming in this film. <laughs> no, no, I don't care if they show farming or not, but realistically, let's say someone finds out that you can make really good crops grow in a field with this much kaiju and the government is fighting the kaiju and everything and so they have all these leftovers that is miraculously gone in three hours or whatever it is why the hell wasn't the government just come in and be like we can actually then take this part of asia say and just make it into a giant farm to help all their the resources are into making jaegers <laughs> yeah you know it's because they are you know 300 feet tall and have to cost about 500 trillion dollars <laughs> each i'm sure yeah yeah, uh, yeah but they I don't am... but they don't freak out yeah i mean the current government freaks out every time like a stealth bomber like blows up or something yeah. which is like a few you know hundreds of million but one of these things goes, oh, we lost another one. Uh, <laughs> we got a few more. Yeah. <laughs> Two in rapid succession. Yeah. And not a, they're, not a worry. They're being destroyed faster than they can be built. Those things would have to take like 20 years to get built. Yeah. <laughs> and where are the resources coming from? But, yeah. You know, but, the, you know, the world. We are the, wor- we are the world. We are the children. Yeah. Everyone's united. We're making it a better place. We are arguing politics yeah. in this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In a pure, fun, escapist film. So. But, yeah, th- this was another. A great little role by Ron Perlman. I enjoy Ron Perlman in film. My wife hates Ron Perlman. Oh, I love Ron Perlman. <laughs> she didn't really like Hellboy, and I think she's oh, only ever seen. And I just thought, yeah, I just realized two Sons of Anarchy characters, which I'm not. I don't watch that show, but I, I don't watch it either. But I know he's in it, and uh, Charlie. You know, oh, is, is he yeah. in it as well? Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, thinking on some trailers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're both in that, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, there you go for yeah. Sons of Anarchy fans. Maybe, it up. <laughs> maybe they'll, they'll throw I'm a little, not into the biker theme, but whatever. Maybe they'll throw a line in somewhere about yeah. fighting robots. <laughs> yeah. If we're going really obscure, you got Third Rock from the Sun did yeah. that with John Lithgow and William Shatner. William Shatner turned up with a big giant head and John Lithgow said, How was your flight? Awful. There was a man on the wing of the plane. And John Lithgow says, That happened to me too! <laughs> which you had to know which characters they played in the Twilight Zone series and the Twilight Zone film to get that joke. Wow, that, that was some geeking out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm covering the geek side on this yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've listened to an episode of the Dirtist podcast with Chris Hardwick where they had Ron Perlman and he said he would pretty much do anything Guillermo asked him to do. Like, they're friends and it's like, Anything, I'll be there. So, yeah. I mean, I think that was clearly one of those situations. Oh, probably. I mean, he doesn't care that he's only has a few lines of dialogue or whatever. And, yeah. But it was awesome. I loved it. And then you have the little capper at the end. A little silly, but it was still kind of funny. Which it appeared, I mean, obvious spoilers, we keep saying it, but yeah. appeared he got chewed quite well going down that throat. There were multiple gulps, like, gulp. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but then you know, cuts himself out and worried about his gold-plated shoe. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, very. I don't know. I don't know what the shoe thing was about. Very shoe fetishy kind of I, in parts. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is maybe in this world, like gold is now super. Well, I mean, no, expensive. with the, the little slipper, the girl carrying the shoe around. Oh, yeah. Okay, and, I, yeah, the, yeah. Sorry, and then, I, I thought you were referring and specifically then, and to then his shoe. Charlie's carrying it around, much in the same position that she was carrying the shoe. So I don't know what was going on with the shoes. Some mm. homage, maybe to some Lawrenceville. <laughs> I don't know the yeah. red shoes. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, That's red balloon, wasn't it? It was a bit of a an odd little thing they put in there, but. Yeah. I, I suppose know. if you had to have one item that kind of shows something, like having this little red shoe that clearly was nostalgic and then this shoe that showed he was in power, yeah, just, it's just an odd theme that he decided to throw in. I don't know. Maybe, yes. maybe we'll take us to, off We'll the leave it to the NYU film students to tell us. <laughs> yeah, but uh, All right, I think so, I'm going to wrap it up on my yeah, take I, on this I, film. I don't have anything else that I've written down for mm-hmm. it. So, would you like to give your rating first? If you I would. would, yes. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Oh. I'm glad you've got a rating. I, uh, well, I'm, I don't, but I'm going to come up with one awfully oh, quick. Okay, well, let's do that then. <laughs> Let me do the tabulations, calculations, move this abacus around. Yeah. I am going to come in at a minus 1.5. And I think yeah. that's pretty high. I'm trying to be a little more critical with my ratings. I, yeah. I'm just, oh, I love everything. It's minus 0.2 or whatever. Yeah. No, I think... I'm rating this over the span of the next few years, I think. Yeah. Minus 1.5. It is a great time at the movies. Definitely one of those. If you don't care that it's been spoiled, definitely still go see it in the theaters. Yeah. I mean, unless you got a really sweet setup at home. Yeah. <laughs> but still, I would recommend seeing it in theaters first. Yeah. Because uh, you're going to enjoy it then and then enjoy it at home. But, yeah. Uh, and especially, you know. If you really want to, there are, for instance, uh, one that we go to is $5 on a Tuesday all day. So there are always going to be some cinemas you can go to where yeah. it's not going to be and that then, expensive. You know, a month from now, it'll be in the bargain theaters, and you yeah. can watch it there for a couple bucks. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you're in the UK, you 
kind of screwed for the most part because yeah. they, they tend know, not to be. I know they're much. dying out in the in this country, but a drive-in would be awesome to see this film at. Oh yeah, the drive-in <laughs> theater. Yeah, if you could catch it at a drive-in, that would be pretty sweet. Uh, but I know that there is one about four and a half hour drive away, but I'm not There's willing to go that. There's one closer than that far. that uh, a coworker of mine knows about. It's like a half hour away or something, which oh, right. yeah, so I'll have to get that. For yeah, it's later. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like nine, uh, yeah, nine dollars for an adult or something, and then like a dollar for the, each kiddo or something. Right, yeah. okay, something like that. But uh, yeah, it's a dying. I always love the drive-in, but it's yeah, it's a dying now. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go just because I've never been to one. So that's <laughs> really, really, wow, that's yeah, that was a I lot mean, of my youth. Going as far as I'm aware, in. there aren't really any in the UK. I mean, I'm sure yeah. there's some makeshift. Work, I, uh, yeah, I didn't no. know, but I always think of it as an Americana type. Yeah, thing. That, there's not really that many places where you could do it in the UK. I mean, everywhere yeah. is either field for farming, a town of some sort, or yeah. a big city, and that there's. Mm. In yeah. in those three places, there's not really. So I'm from a small town of about ten thousand people, and we had two drive-in theaters. Yeah, <laughs> one which is still currently running. But uh, yeah. and yeah. for those of you in the UK, yes, he did just say a small town of ten thousand people. Oh, I know your small towns are six people. I would say I Earl grew, Bob Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah. I grew up in a small town, and that small town, you could probably say that there were a few thousand people. <laughs> oh, people. Right. <laughs> Being in it. Yeah, Lola's telling us to move on. Right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> We're yeah, talking yeah. about population density. And <laughs> <laughs> not film. Yes. Do you have a... Uh, oh, yes, your rating, sir. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's get to your rating. Oh, right, yes. Uh, and, yes, I will be keeping that in. So, so people can hear what does go on behind the scenes. Oh, okay, yeah? okay. All right. So my rating, I'm probably going to come in at pretty much where you are, actually. I think a minus 1.5 just because... Yeah, as you've heard, this film has some flaws. If you're actually going, if you're there going to consider for them flaws. I mean, but if you're thinking about it as just a body of work, this is a very good film. If we were going to go for my personal rating, I might even go for uh, minus point five, just because of how much I did enjoy it, how much I like the fight scenes, and how like how well their money is stretched as far yeah. as the CG throughout the film. So, yeah, just because I'm visual, mine is really up there, but my overall, yeah, I think you summed it up perfectly with the minus 1.5. Well, thank you. All right. Do you have a Netflix recommendation, sir? I do, and of course I've forgotten it. Oh, no. (laughs) You vamp for a minute while I look it up, will you? Oh, well, how are you doing, folks out there? This is Brian. Um, I miss you a lot. How are you? Hopefully Paul will edit this out and... Not make me sound like a complete jackass, but I don't know. All right, yeah, this is one that I have about ten minutes left of watching, but I've just been enjoying the hell out of it just because of the premise of it, and I don't know how wide a release it actually got. But Iron Sky, and in case you don't know what it is, it is a film where. There are Nazis on the moon. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't... I think that should be the tagline. Nazis on the moon. It, it, uh, it is. Is it? Oh, well. Hey, I need to... I'm missing my calling here. So yeah, this is a film where I heard about it, and I thought, you know what? I want to watch that. And then I started watching it, and I was like, you know what? This is just is it, what you would think. Is it a foreign <laughs> film? There yeah. is... 
German in it. There's okay. a large amount you, of German spoken in it. You know of the movie Dead Snow? I think it's called I, Dead Snow. It, it, it is that called is, Dead Snow over here. Yes. I think, but it's uh, like Swedish, I think, or yeah. something. Yeah, Einstein Die, I believe. Okay, it's, but uh, it's, yeah, Nazis. <laughs> yeah, in, Nazi zombies in a snowy mountain. Yes, yes. exactly. Which is <laughs> everything you could want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, so that... This film is the, the Nazi colony on the moon. They've been there since 1945. The, the only scientific advances they have made is the fact that they have a spaceship. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> Their okay. computers are the same. Their, okay, gotcha. Their knowledge of the Earth is the same. Oh, well, you, uh, you have to write that. Okay, what is it called again? It is called Iron Sky. Iron Sky. I have to put that in the queue. Yeah, you, you will enjoy it. It is what it sounds like, and... Right, yeah, I'm not <laughs> expecting, uh, you know, uh, Schindler's List or Citizen Kane. Well, maybe yeah. a bad riff there on the Nazis <laughs> thing, but uh, not expecting uh, Citizen Kane or, you know, or yeah. uh, Maltese Falcon or anything. But, yes, a good time, like yeah. Pacific Rim. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I will say, for those of you that are put off at all, I mean, yes, as I said, there is German spoken in it. Especially at the beginning of the film, there's a lot of German spoken with the subtitles. Don't worry about it. It doesn't last. <laughs> Nazis on the moon. Just put it on, and yeah. if you like to smoke something, maybe smoke that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have a good time. I'm sure that will help. Yes. <laughs> All, right. All right. Good recommendation. Uh, I didn't really have. One. I just kind of thought of one, but I did have a Redbox recommendation, which I will get okay. to. But real quick on Netflix. Netflix. I'm not going to say much about it, but just to connect it to uh, Pacific Rim. A great show uh, that was canceled well before its time, which always happens with any show I fall in love with. Yeah. <laughs> Firefly. Uh, <laughs> Undeclared. It was called Undeclared. Right. It was Judd Apatow and Paul Feig's second effort. Uh, oh, okay. They had Freaks and Geeks, which was a high school hour-long dramedy. Yeah. And canceled after 18 episodes, first season, you know. Right. So Undeclared was their half-hour comedy, straight comedy, in college. Uh, okay. College, you know, sit, uh, comedy, and uh, and Charlie Hunnam is in that he's uh, English and he's the ladies' man, right. and you have you know uh, Jay Baruchel and you know uh, Jason Siegel makes certain appearances. Martin Starr ha- is in a couple of episodes. You know, it's all yeah. of those knocked up guys. You know, Apatow yeah. guys a lot, but uh, it's just a, I think a hilarious show. And uh, I'll have to look that up. Very well, done. and it is it is on Netflix. But yeah, yeah check it out if you haven't. It. It's <laughs> Only one season, yeah. <laughs> and that got canceled faster than Freaks and Geeks, I believe. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did, did it beat Firefly in the canceled? I don't know, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I wanted to get to uh, my Redbox recommendation because I'm always looking to embarrass myself, and yes. <laughs> this could probably fall into our guilty pleasures episode retroactively. It, this could be interesting. <laughs> I was stood watching this film for a long time. I'm like, nope, I'm not watching that formulaic drivel and let's see <laughs> and I don't want to see two gorgeous people just complain about the problems blah 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 okay. I want an Oscar or two I think one I don't hmm. know but it is a film with the dumbest title I've ever heard Silver Linings Playbook <laughs> <laughs> which I freaking loved <laughs> I hate that I love this movie right. I, wa- I was like so bored I was looking through Redbox and I'm like there is nothing I want to see Silver Linings Playbook <laughs> Might as well watch it, but yeah. and then it's it's going to be on Netflix next week because I always run it right before yeah. it comes out on Netflix. It's really good, and yes, <laughs> it's a romance comedy, and yes, you know where it's going to go. Yeah, but I enjoyed the journey getting there, <laughs> and Robert De Niro, who I think all four principals I believe got nominated. I think 
Be- best actor, best actress, best supporting actor, best supporting actress. I think. All right. I think uh, all got nominated. Uh, De Niro and I forget the woman that plays his wife, but Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper. I know we were both nominated. Right. She won, but uh, yeah, I... stumble walking uh, <laughs> on stage. But uh, De Niro gives his best performance since anything with Scorsese. Huh. And I enjoy the serious guys doing comedy every now and then, like the walk-in and yeah. you know, the De Niro sometimes, but that's all it seems like De Niro's been doing for like the past ten years, or like bit parts and crappy yeah. horror movies, uh, Boogeyman or whatever, you know, <laughs> kind of stuff that was, you know, but it uh, seems like he's doing like little lowbrow, wide, yeah. <laughs> wide splatter comedies, just mass appeal. But this has real emotion to it, his role, and... It was really well done. His job, and I think the film was well done. And yeah, it's two good people, white people complaining about mental health. But if you watch the extras, they did raise a lot of awareness for mental health. Right. And it has done a lot of good. So check it out. I mean, I'm sure all the women have checked it out already, <laughs> if you like those things. I will but it's say, an enjoyable movie. Yeah, I, my it, wife wanted to watch it. Give it a try. I I was ow as I yeah. bang my elbow on your table. <laughs> yeah. I was willing to watch it, but somehow we haven't ended up being able to watch it. Maybe now that it's going to come to Netflix, we can. <laughs> I, I'm sure it will because I bring the things to Netflix yeah. after I spend six dollars on demand to watch them. That yeah. makes them appear on Netflix <laughs> a day later. <laughs> at the very least, I'm sure that in it. In a year, it'll be up there, probably. Uh, definitely, yeah. It's nothing you need to rush and see, yeah. but I definitely recommend seeing it. Like, I will probably buy it when it's on like the five dollar bin or oh, something, okay. or the eight dollar right. bin, even. Yeah, you know, something like that. Yeah. yeah, the one that you just see is a mass thing in Walmart, just like oh, my. yeah, so many jumbled up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> whatever. Uh, I actually twenty copies of Time Cop, and then there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cop that can. All right, I think we've kept the good people, unless you had a final well, thought. I, here. I, actually, I was actually going to say, I kind of have a Redbox oh, recommendation okay. as well, then, and it's a film that for a brief second I thought maybe you were going to say it, but then when you started to explain what the film was kind of about, then I realized it wasn't it. It's a film that. Once again, kind of like Pacific Rim, but not as well done, is it kind of knows what it is, and it's just having fun with it, and they clearly went really out there with it. It's the Hansel and Gretel. Uh, I, can't yeah. remember, I can't remember what the tagline for yeah. this one is, because there is the one sub- that, already, yeah. that was already on Netflix, I think it was, and it's Hansel and Gretel. There is yeah, another one. I don't know. That's not it. It's Witches the, of East Wick. It's or... the one that has the most useless Avenger in it, as well as Famke Jensen as the bad witch type thing, and someone who I should know but I don't as Gretel. And it's okay. just mad fun. And really, I will see that when you see Silver Linings Playbook, sir. <laughs> I might have to make an effort to see that. Then. Shake on that. <laughs> I, I will. There you go. Right. One hand we shake. We did shake on that. All right. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to let you go. Folks. Oh, yeah. I think we should. All right. Go to sleep now. Yes. Sleep. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for me. I've been Brian. And I've been Paul. We'll see you next time, folks. Bye.